BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to Be Met at Acme. I am so excited to be done with weddings for the year. We somehow did it. We went to 19 weddings. And we're done. We're done until April. So it is a beautiful, beautiful moment in time where we have some time off from weddings. But I will say, loved every single one of them. I would go to any wedding. Like if you invite me to a wedding, I'm going to that wedding. I just love love and I love watching people get married. I love the energy around it. I'm not going to lie. I love the free food. Um, it's just amazing. The dancing, the bands, the DJs, it's all so much fun. And I'm sad that it's coming to an end, but I'm happy that it's starting up again in April. And I am so grateful that you guys listened to the episode with Steven and that you had good feedback on it. He was such a good sport for coming on. I'm just so proud of him for doing that, even though I threatened him. No, I'm just kidding. Um, he was really, really amazing. And I'm happy that you guys got to experience what a great human he is. And I hope that he does come back. And yeah, today's a bonus episode, which I'm really excited about because it was in person in Austin when I was there for my show. I got to hang with Iskra and Philip, and they're just so fucking cool. Like, you know, couples that you just admire a lot, they're one of them. They are so different, but so similar and like make it work in the best way. And they're so fucking real. And we had such a great conversation that I was just like beaming ear to ear and we were supposed to keep it shorter, but I just couldn't stop asking them questions and talking to them because I had so much fun with them and they were so great. It was so nice to go check out the Dear Media studio in Austin Everyone who works there is so sweet and they came to support me and came to my show, which was so great. Anyway, I'm really excited for you to hear this episode and I think you're really, really going to love it. Before we get into the episode, I have to talk to you guys about Love is Blind because I am just shook, shook by this season. Okay. Love is Blind. Spoiler alert. If you haven't watched, we're going to put the the like time codes or whatever in the information for this episode. So make sure you check it so that you don't spoil your watching of Love is Blind. But basically, wow. I mean, it was just, it was insane. I feel like there are literally no couples that I like except for Alexa and Brennan and um, Raven and SK. Like they're amazing and I, I love them. But at the same time, like, not a lot of compatibility in in the mix here. Terribly afraid for Colleen and Matt. Like terribly afraid. Is his name Matt? Terribly afraid for Colleen. You can just tell that he is deeply insecure and like potentially abusive. He's also an Aries and she's a Scorpio. And I just feel like it's a tough match. But like if you're an Aries dating a Scorpio, an Aries man dating a Scorpio woman, like let me know, like slide into my DMs. But I I don't know. It's it's a tough match. Um, They're both like very hot headed. I just don't see that working. And then Zanab and Cole, like this is... So there's so much here. But basically like this is why it's hard as a woman to date younger. He is so immature, but also she has not dealt with a lot of her own demons as well. And that was so clear in the reunion. 
and in the way that she acted on their wedding day. I thought it was fucked up what she did to him. I mean, granted, like what he like the comments that he made about you know, her, he was like, there's a bunch of tens here, but you're a nine, like whatever. Like those, those comments are disgusting, disgusting and not okay. And like he did body shame her, but not in the example that she used with like the Clementines. Like he was like, just don't spoil your dinner. But I think she was so triggered because he had made so many other comments about how she isn't his usual type. She isn't his usual type. You know, his usual type is someone like Colleen who has like half the body that she does. I just don't think that that was okay to say and he learned that. And I think by the end, like he kind of understood that what he did wasn't f- okay. But I, I, I don't know. I think I don't love the way that she handled it. And she could have come out like totally on top, but she made him seem a lot worse than he is when the reality is he's a dumb, immature guy. Like he's just super immature and he should not ever talk about a woman's body and no man ever should. But he definitely did not deserve to be treated like trash because some of the other guys were way worse, which leads me to Bartise, who is a disgusting piece of shit. Nancy is the sweetest human alive, but she is also kind of delusional. Like, I don't know why or how she thought that it was going well with Bartise, who also continuously told her that she wasn't his type, that, you know, Raven's a smoke show. Like, uh, how how do guys like this exist? I don't understand. Like, I almost cried when her brother was like, I didn't want to be right. I didn't want to be right. Because we all know how that feels, right? When you, like, tell a friend that their significant other sucks or whatever, you don't want to be right. You don't want to be right, especially when it's your brother, you know? And that was just a sad sh- situation. I think overall, very entertaining season, but not a lot of compatibility here, except I do love Alexa and Brennan. I love that they were an interfaith couple and that her family, albeit Jewish, you know, because I'm Jewish and I know how it is to accept people who are not Jewish marrying your child um, and how people react to that. And I think that her family definitely wasn't easy on him, but it's so clear that he loves her so much and treats her like the queen that she is. And she's a Libra and he's a Capricorn and that can be a good match. So I'm really, really happy for them. And now I'm really excited for you to hear Iskra and Philip. When I was younger, I did not appreciate slippers the way that I appreciate them as an adult. Slipping into my slippers at the end of a day just kicking back in my sweats. No better feeling. And Rothy's, one of my favorite shoe brands, just released the coziest merino wool slippers for when your day is officially over. Plus, all of their shoes are stunning and so comfortable. I have now purchased two different pairs of the driving loafers for Steven in Falcon and I think in Navy, maybe, or in black. They are so cool looking. You can wear them with jeans. You can wear them with slacks, like whatever. They're great for guys, especially as a holiday gift if they don't have them already. Plus, Rothy's has shoes for women as well, obviously. And one of their best sellers is The Point. And they also have a flat shoe because flats are back, guys. Flats are back. Like they have never been back before. Like Flats are so in right now and they're so comfortable when you get them at Rothy's. They really, really do not need to be worn in. Like I, when I got my The Point shoes, I walked like 50 blocks and my feet were totally perfect. It's like they have this thing inside the sole that just makes it so comfortable. And when you give the gift of Rothy's, you show that you care about comfort, durability, and of course, style. Rothy's also makes versatile bags and accessories that run from pocket size to tote size. So you may have heard of the point and the flat from Rothy's, but they also make ultra comfortable sneakers, loafers, ankle boots, and more, including two new sneaker styles in sizes for women and men. Self Magazine even named the original slip-on sneaker the best slip-on sneaker during their 2022 Sneaker Awards. Rothy's are made to last. Plus, all their products are machine washable, which means they'll keep looking great through the new year and well beyond. Get stylish shoes, versatile and durable enough to wear all the time with Rothy's. Get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash Acme. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash Acme. 
I am so excited about this next partner. You have not heard me talk about them before because they are newly working with us. And I am thrilled because if you follow me on Don't Expect Salads, I've been cooking a lot. I love to cook. And now that we're finally settled into our own apartment, I will be cooking so much more. And I'll be using my caraway pans, which are absolutely stunning. It's time to ditch the chemicals with Caraway Homes non-toxic cookware and bakeware collections so you can make healthier cooking a piece of cake. Caraway Homes non-toxic kitchenwares are all designed for the modern home and feature a chemical-free ceramic coating so food can be prepared with peace of mind that no hard-to-produce compound will leach into your healthy ingredients. Plus, they are so easy to clean. It's amazing. And all of their sets come equipped with easy access storage solutions so that no stacking is required, which is amazing if you live in an apartment in New York City. Plus, Caraway's Cyber Season event is almost here. You can save up to 20% on all Caraway products, including their internet-famous non-toxic cookware set. For the first time ever, you can now save on Caraway's food storage, tea kettle, and mini cookware. This exclusive deal will not last long, so make sure you shop your favorite colors and products while you still can. Visit CarawayHome.com to take advantage of their cyber season event and score up to 20% off of your next purchase of non-toxic kitchenware. This deal won't last long, so visit CarawayHome.com to shop all of their incredible products for up to 20% off this holiday season. Caraway. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I'm so excited to be here with the co-host of Couplish Podcast, Iskra and Philip. Hi guys. Hi. How We're are doing you? this. We're doing it. This is so great. I love having a couple on the podcast. There's like Ooh. nothing better, especially when it's a dating podcast. Can get you know? real juicy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I want to know everything. Let's start from okay. the beginning for both of you guys. Some background info. How old are you guys and where are you from? I'm 32. Yep. I'm in the same, same age. Mm-hmm. And I'm from England. I'm from a small town called Kidderminster. Probably never heard of it. I call it the Ohio of England. Just Love so you it. have some perspective. Uh-huh. And I got into the modeling industry at 12. And I had this insane journey of basically been told I was never never small enough. So I had an eating disorder, body dysmorphia. And then I ended up using that and being vocal about it and building a community and platform all about body acceptance um, and self-love. And we've gotten to the point where I met my person. We had a beautiful surprise baby. Yep. I moved to, I was living in New York. I moved to Austin, Texas. And now I own my own brands, Saltaire, which is a body care, hair care brand and self-funding, a self-improvement brand. And now we have a podcast too. Yeah, now we have a podcast. That's Figuring awesome. It all out. That's and awesome. I'm Philip from Garland, Texas, not too far from here, right outside of Dallas. Came to the University of Texas on a football scholarship. Loved it. Ooh. Thought I was going to the league. <laughs> Didn't go to the NFL, right? But I knew I wanted to to stay in Austin. I knew I wanted to work in the music industry. Started as a concert promoter. Boom, from that, started managing a recording artist. We got nominated for a couple Grammys, probably Amazing. 30 to 40 platinum gold plaques. And then in 2020, 2019, started an independent record label. And then in 2020, started a management and independent artist consultant agency where we help artists not make the same mistakes that we did and also <laughs> and also just how to navigate the industry, marketing strategies and all that stuff. So that's amazing. And yeah. how did you guys meet? Oh wow. I've heard that it's a story. It, it is, is a story. story. It's the first episode of our podcast, but yeah. we will try and shorten it because it try is a long one. It. I was in LA, lived in New York. It was the one year the Grammys was in New York, not LA. So it was this weird thing. I get this call from my friend. She's like, hey, I've got a spare ticket for the Grammys. Do you want to come? I was like, obviously, why would I ever get to go to the Grammys? So I flew back. So it was like flip reversed. And then after the show, I was feeling myself. I was in this sparkly silver outfit. And my friend was like, hey, come to this Sony party. It's Benny Blanco, this producer. Don't know anybody. So I was like, (laughs) sure, I'll come. So I walk up these stairs and then I just get like this stare from Philip. Oh, and that was me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <I didn't, laughs> um, and yeah, I knew of her because when I was on social media, cause, but I was taking a hiatus. I wanted to focus, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But I knew of her and I saw her come up the, the stairs in this dress. And I was like, goodness, this is my shot. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is my time. So what'd you do? <laughs> so I tried to act like I didn't see her and I did like a little, you know, 
take a little lap and he then, was not subtle I <laughs> and then i made eye contact with her and i i said iskra and she smiled at me and i said i'm philip and then i said are you in a relationship that, that was imagine, the first question yeah, that, that was, was how direct this guy thing. was God. God. and she was like well it's kind of complicated and i was like well, I had word vomit because well, it was so all, direct uh-huh. first of all now you like me because you shouldn't have answered anything that I said. <laughs> right, right. So now this is obviously going amazing. Totally. <laughs> you spoke back to right. me after that question. And I asked her for her phone and she gave me her phone. I put my number in it. Too trusting. Sorry, And then parents. I said, nice to meet you. And then I walked off. Stop. That is so like attractive. <laughs> it was attractive. So it was confident. very confident. I'm very attracted to confidence. Yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah, when yeah, are your yeah, signs? Yeah. When, when are I'm your an Aquarius. Okay. I'm Virgo. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I love that combination. Mm-hmm. It's a really good one. So yeah, from there, I thought she would text me. She yeah. ended up not texting me that whole night. <laughs> and I panicked and found her phone number. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wait, who is giving out my number? So back it up. Yeah. Why didn't you text? <laughs> I like I'd said I was emotionally unavailable. My, was, what was your situation? Was what my was the previous relationship was very intense, uh-huh. very heavy. I mean, it was there was suicidal oh, tendency, shit. everything. I yeah. was completely devoted to that person, and they made my life very hard to escape that relationship. And it was three years, and I was just trying to be free. I was just trying to not be responsible for someone else's life, mm-hmm. someone else's heart everything and so I was living in New York you know and I it was a long distance thing so I'd been traveling nonstop. I'd my, I was at the height of my career and like you know it was just like let me just enjoy being in this insane city right having all these opportunities I want to be single I want to be free and I want to do it on my own terms and then I met this guy <laughs> who was Mr. Direct and and it turns out after kind of like pushing him away he made it so easy to be in my life because he just continually showed up and was like, I'm going to make the effort to get your number, even yeah. though you didn't text me. Yeah. I I'm going to make the effort to get to know you as a friend and just making it so easy that it didn't feel, I, I don't know. I didn't, I wasn't scared ever with you. Yeah. And to me on my end, like I was in a situation ship that hadn't been turned into a committed thing. And what's funny is eventually we started as friends like me and, and Iskra and because I texted her the next day guys I actually went I found it from somebody in the party I was a little That's bit tipsy so but somebody in the Bruh. party gave me the number okay um, and what did you text hey or something like that something sweet you know and but how'd she, she know like, it was you? Like, you were like, hey, like, it's Philip? She was like... You definitely said like, hey, yeah, it's Philip. It was so nice to meet you or something like that. And I... She was like, yo, how'd you get my number? <laughs> yeah, yeah, But it's yeah. over text, so he can't read my tone. So he thinks <laughs> right. I'm being this polite English girl. Right. But I'm really like, how did you get my number? <laughs> number. I'm furious. Right. right. I'm like, who is giving my number out like yeah. that? That's not cool. <laughs> I said something sweet and she was like, oh, Yeah. Okay. I kind of just realized, oh, you know, he actually really wants to make the effort. Yeah. Let's just get chatting as friends. Get it's chatting. still fun to flirt. If you're emotionally yeah. unavailable, it's oh, still yeah. fun to have a flirtation, yeah. especially when they're sweet and yeah. just seem direct. And there didn't seem chill. to be any games. It was no. like, also, he's just going to go back to Austin and yeah. I can just text and text flirt with him a little bit. Right. It's not going it to be chill. anything. Yeah. Well, I have this theory that it's actually the best time to date is when you're emotionally unavailable. Right. As a woman, yeah. though, mm. not as a man. Because as a man, <laughs> you need to be the most available <laughs> <laughs> ever 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 if you're dating but if you're a woman dating I think it's so much better to be emotionally unavailable because we get so like I don't know digmatized yeah. and like yeah you know but if we're emotionally unavailable like we're, we're like we're not gonna that. jump into uh-huh. something like we're not gonna put them on huh. a pedestal you know like we're gonna be like I need to ease into I, this and we need that almost I yes. need, you know what I 100% agree <gasps> I 100% agree too because I think that the guy should always love the girl more oh my god any type of yes yeah he always yes. says that so, because it doesn't work so guys true. don't know how to act when they're oh my god, in control I'm so happy you said that <laughs> we just don't know how to we don't know how to act yeah because when we don't when we feel like it's in the bag or we feel like yo we can just move however we want to move we don't treat it with the same care when you like really exactly you have to feel like you're lucky like you have this like you have to yeah because if you don't then you know guys Mm -hmm. because be and i also think it's because like with women like it's more like of like yo if i love this person i'm loyal to them i'm like right 
this is my part. Yeah, he, he he stinks sometimes. Yeah, like there's so many things yeah. that you guys love us in spite of. Right, exactly. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? But for a guy, a guy is like, you know, first of all, physically, we'll do anything. You right. know what I'm saying? Like th- there has to be more to keep us in a loyal totally. place. There has to be so much yeah. more. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's so important that we feel like, yo, we have something that feeds us spiritually, emotionally, physically, of course, that we cannot let go. Yeah, I love Mm. that. Are you guys watching Love is Blind, the new season, by the way? I am. I'm trying to force him to. Are you up to date? No, I'm not. I've only watched the first two, like the pod dating, but I'm terrified. (sighs) Who's the guy who had the eye drops and was crying? Oh, Andrew? (laughs) Terrified of yeah. Andrew. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> you don't have to worry about Andrew. We'll leave it. We'll okay. Leave it there. You okay. could not pay me to be uh-huh. in a room alone with that guy. Uh-huh. Like I don't want to be mean. You Whatever. know what? No, I don't no, no, no. Mean, no they are the mean pod. to him. You and just the, wait. You just wow. wait. Really? We'll have to revisit that yeah. once you okay. guys. And you need to get on board with yeah. that. Okay. I love that show. I no, just think it's so fascinating. Yeah. No, you need to talk about it. It's like like I. You will have so many thoughts on. Perfect. All right, we'll get into it. Yeah, and and. The reason I brought it up is because you were saying like a woman will just be loyal. There's like a couple in the show without revealing too much where mm. like they, you know, make it to the end and the guy is like, you know, basically it's like their wedding day. And mm. he's like, oh, yeah, like I just I'm going to marry her because she's going to be loyal to me. <gasps> and like that. But that wow. was the only reason, oh, which is not, wow. okay. That's not OK. Like, which was not like, can you imagine if you're like, yeah, not like okay. I married your mom because like she's loyal. Oh, yeah. no. Like, that's not the only so I just be. thought that there was are contractual relationships and I don't I believe that that must come from what they've seen from their parents <laughs> I don't know if you're taught that or but there are I've seen relationships in my life that are contractual and honestly a lot of the time it was when I dated like an athlete and then saw how in that athlete world they are kind of especially with soccer in England, football soccer in England they are basically told to find a wife as soon as possible to have that stability and that kind of just locked in and then they're almost like well when you've got that kind of contract signed do whatever you want do whatever you want because you know those women don't have to work Mm. they rely on you for absolutely everything and so they will stay so it doesn't matter what you do off the field okay well since you brought up soccer yeah do you think david beckham is loyal absolutely not yeah (laughs) I've, no, I've heard that. I've heard that. Absolutely not. I I don't want to say I know people because I don't want to get people in trouble. Uh-huh. But I would say nearly every football player, because I used to go out in London. Yeah. And I've I've seen it all. And they will be out in the clubs. Really? And what what's, about, yeah. what's fascinating to me is that these girls, some of which I've kind of been friendly with, believe that they are so special when they get chosen. Of course. And I'm like, no, no, no. I don't think you were the one that was available at the right time right. when they wanted to leave the club. Right. And you were just chosen tonight. Right. Mm. Do you think that, do you watch Love Island? Yes. Do you think that Gemma <laughs> Owen's dad is loyal? I don't know enough about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to believe he is. Oh, I want to believe he is. Yeah. yeah, because, you know, there are some guys who can be loyal. I think that most of it is on the guys, like as far as like a mental a mental thing like what is it doing for you to be loyal like it has to be tied to something like because i think with guys it's like we're very like we're disciplined people like we 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 thrive off discipline we know that like in order to get something you have to sacrifice something Mm. so with a, a guy like it has to be like i'm doing this because i know it's for this 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 and this right it's not even so much for for about like it will hurt my woman's feelings yeah right? for most guys right but like it has to be of like yo i know this is going to be like the best thing for me and right going to move me forward and it also makes me a better it's person. that kind of that's selfish really aspect. interesting that's it really interesting be in, it because be in a selfish place. i do you know who adam newman is that we work Mm-hmm. he founded WeWork and, yeah and we then watched like, the documentary yes oh, yes yeah. so mm-hmm. I was at a WeWork years ago and saw mm. him speak and he gave a speech about like investors and how he decides like who invests in WeWork and this is before everything kind of like blew up mm-hmm. and he was like I went out to dinner with guys who wanted to invest in my company and like they we were all married and he's like and one of the guys like kept making jokes about like the waitress and how he's gonna like get her number later mm. 
And I was like, I'm not letting that guy invest in my company. 100%. Like, absolutely not. Mm. You know, and so that's an interesting, like, you know, anecdote with the fact that, like, just like for respect in business, period, have to be loyal. Mm. Like, it's like a trust. But that's why I think the athlete environment is just so toxic. And if you're in that, those rules just are completely non-existent right. or completely bent and you're completely enabled yeah. in every aspect of that with the traveling and yeah. just the opportunity and the like being told you need to focus on this. Yeah. So whatever keeps you showing up on this field the best way you can, right. that's okay. Same with politicians probably. Yeah. It's like you right. need that stage presence Presence. with that wife, with yep. the kids. And you're yep. given so much too at one point in time. Like so many people are giving them, like, and you're, you can also feel a bit of entitlement with, with your talent. Mm. So it's it's easy for you to fall in it when your, your, your environment is full of the fuckery. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's so, <laughs> so true. It's, it's so true. Like you're, I think they say you're the amalgamation of like the five people you spend the most time 100%. with or something. And so if you're spending true. time with everyone who cheats, Jeez. like that's, that's yeah, you. That's what do you expect? All I know for sure is that my lashes have been on point recently. And it's so great because I haven't had to put on makeup, which I hate to do. I mean, if you follow me on Instagram, you know, I'm rarely ever wearing makeup. Sometimes I'll use a filter, but really, I just don't like to wear it. I don't like to. It just like clogs my face. And that's why it's so important to invest in your lashes. And with Babe Lash, you can get longer looking lashes in as little as six weeks. Babe is so confident that you're going to love your results that they have a 90 day satisfaction guarantee. So definitely start trying it if you haven't already. You don't need to do all of these like lash lifts and lash extensions. Like those are not easy to maintain. But what is easy to maintain is when you use Babe's Essential Serum and you actually grow your lashes on their own and they look amazing. And you don't even have to wear mascara because they just like their resting is looking amazing. Go to babeoriginal.com and use code ACME at checkout to save 15% off of your order. So that's babeoriginal.com and use code ACME at checkout to save 15% off of your order. Get the essential serum. That is my go-to and all of their other products are amazing as well. So I can't wait to see how your lashes look in as little as six weeks. And if you don't see any results, they have a 90-day satisfaction guarantee. So babeoriginal.com and use code ACME to save 15% off your order. Now that I'm in my new apartment with my new cookware, it is time to actually cook. And it's time to cook a little healthier because I'm not going to lie to you. I've been doing takeout all the time. I've been going out to dinner nonstop and it's just not sustainable, especially when it's freezing out now. Like I don't want to leave my house. I want to cook. And sometimes I just want to snap my fingers and have all of my recipe searching, grocery shopping, and meal planning done and never have to think about what's for dinner or breakfast or lunch again, which is why Hungry Root is one of my favorite partners that we work with. If another trip to the grocery store is a last thing that your schedule can handle, then it's time to let someone else do the hard part. Hungry Root is here to help. It's the easiest way to get fresh, high-quality food delivered to your door. They've got healthy groceries and simple recipes all in one place. They recommend groceries that they think you'll love. Then they take your suggestions or choose. you can choose what you want from fresh produce, high-quality meat and seafood, pantry staples, healthy snacks and sweets, and more. And right now, Hungry Root is offering We Met at Acme listeners 30% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash Acme to get 30% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash Acme. And don't forget to use our link so they know that we sent you. Seriously, you need to spend less time shopping and cooking and more time enjoying healthy food that you'll actually love with Hungry Root because they make it so much easier for you. And all of their food tastes really good. So go to HungryRoot.com slash Acme. Okay, so going back to, so you met, you're texting, but Philip, you, you're living in Austin at yeah, the time. Mm-hmm. At what point is like the first date? At what point is long distance conversation coming up? 
So is this it? is January. The Grammys was January. Yeah. We were friends up until really the September yeah. when we were in Paris at the same time. And you yeah. can't fight the Paris vibes. Can't, can't fight the Paris You know, vibes. we ended up at the same event. Well, he texted me and did this whole thing where he was like, hey, you in Paris? And I was like, well, obviously <laughs> it's online. Right, I know right. you know I'm in Paris. Yeah. And then... Um, you know, he's just funny, right? Like you see his energy, you hear his energy right <laughs> uh-huh. now. But yeah, you want, I wanted to spend time with him and I didn't, again, I'm not going out of my way. I want you to chase me. I want you to yeah. prove that and you- And I was chasing. You were chasing. Yeah. So we ended up at the same event and then my two PR girls were there and he goes, Let's, I'm going to take you all out for dinner. And we went and got pizza. And the way he communicated with them- you know, these two black women who have been by my side for a very long time, you know, and just so confident, so able to go into any room in any environment. And I, again, hadn't had that in a previous relationship, you know, knowing like, oh, this is someone I could take anywhere and everywhere and just feel comfortable. And they make me feel more comfortable and confident and beautiful. And so we went for dinner. Then you took me out to the club where yeah. he was managing Tory yeah. Lanes at the time. And we had a he hosting and the hosting went great. Mm-hmm. Luckily, she left at the right time because then a fight broke out. So it was like, yo, oh, the shit. night well, went perfect. Yeah. You, know, you know when there's like 75% men uh-huh. and 25% women in the club, it's time for you to go. <laughs> no, literally. It's not going to end well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was great. And then when she left there, like a couple of days after, she was like, yo, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to have some time in New Jersey. Would love if you you came, you know, because I just bought a house like flex, you know, I just <laughs> bought my house. You feel me? Amazing. I'm a homeowner, uh-huh. by the way. <laughs> so, yeah, it felt very. I had the ball in my court, yeah, which was really nice because I felt like he really did just like me for me, and yeah. I'd not. I don't want to say I'd not made it easy, but I hadn't pandered to him. I had not tried to be this perfect yeah. like. Everything that I'd done in previous relationships, I'd realized that did not work. Yeah. Let me just really just be myself, have zero expectation going into this, not trying to be what I think he wants me to be, just be myself. So I was like, hey, do you want to just come and like really get to know each other? Come stay with me and mine for a few days. And we fell in love. Well, I definitely fell in love. Yeah, it was sure. three, three days of just us. Like the rest of the world did not exist. We just cooked together. We snuggled and watched TV together. We talked. We went for walks. We danced by the river when the snow was falling. It was just like, wow. Oh, wow. That's like oh, a wow. Taylor Swift album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. And then what did you do about the distance? Because so many people are always writing in, talk about long distance relationships. How do you make it work? It's interesting because work was putting us in the same places. Yeah. I, I want to say this isn't a normal scenario. I'm yeah. a model, full-time model at this point. He yeah, is I was a tour manager tour at the time. Tour manager for Tory. So yeah. most of his events were in Miami, LA, New York. And where am I? Shooting New York, LA, Miami. Right. So we really made it work in that way. But there was I definitely spent I invested money into our relationship early because mm. I flew from London to LA to be yeah. with him. And like booked a flight and, you know, we, we were only just starting to date right, at that yeah. point. But in the September was uh, Paris. Beginning of October was the New Jersey fall in love trip. By the end of October, beginning of November, we were in LA at the same time. And he told me he loved me yeah, and was like, was that was it. Go. And I was not <laughs> expecting that. So I was like, we've essentially only been dating for five weeks. Uh, I was like, what already? Like I was just... It, uh, I had always envisioned that these things take so much longer and you have to really know someone so much better and you have to have plans. And at this point, how old are you guys? 32, maybe. I'm 28. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so what did you say? If you weren't there yet, what did you say when he said it? No, I I think I said like, yes, I'm I'm falling in love love as well. Because like, it's interesting, me coming out of a a relationship, I didn't want to like... I didn't want to come in with baggage. I didn't want her to feel like I was just like, just because I'm in a vulnerable place. So I was very insecure about that. But like, I couldn't not tell her how I felt for the, like, and and I think, you know, I think most men can relate to this. Like when you're dating somebody and when you start to like, really like them, you go through this, this mental thing of like, yo, is this, is this happening to me right now? (laughs) I'm fucked. Because <laughs> like, once you say it out loud, it's real. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And you know what comes with it, too. Yeah, you know what comes with it. So me also wanting to focus on myself and also wanting to focus on my career, 
I knew that she was bringing something out of me that like I hadn't seen before and I knew I could be myself in it. And like in the beginning, she was like, look, I like, don't like, like, I'm not trying to be in anything serious. And I was just like, yo, just let me like you. And right. yeah, he right. said that a lot. Just let me like you. Yeah. You know, that's all. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not demanding. I don't want anything right, from you. I right. just want to and like you. he still you. doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> At all. Easiest so, person. So, so yeah, it was uh, for me to like vomit out of my mouth. Like, mm-hmm. I love you. I knew that it was. It was real. Yeah. Because yeah. he sure. wasn't yeah. doing it to prove anything to me. And it wasn't because of the pressure. Like I wasn't putting him under a time yeah. pressure or needing him to prove that to, to make the relationship more official or move yeah. forward. It wasn't anything like that. And that's why it was so unexpected. And I was like, what now? Like this? That's how you're going to do it? I kind of also knew that it's weird as, as slow as it had been to grow because we were friends for a long time. I also was just like, this feels so easy and right that maybe this is it. And I was like, so crap, is that really, you're just going to quickly throw that out there? We're not going to make like this special moment of it. I was almost like my Virgo self was like, oh, you didn't do that correctly. You didn't tell me you love me correctly. Uh Can we do a redo when we're like, and Philip was like, I just can't Uh, not say it. And I was like, actually, that's really sweet. Yeah, Yeah. really sweet. And then so (laughs) you guys are not really long distance because you're seeing each other a lot. Yeah. At what point, like the I love yous have been said, at what point do you decide where you're going to land together? Because you mm. have this house yeah. in yes. New Jersey. Like, I'd be like, no, fuck no. no. Like, you're coming <laughs> to Jersey. <laughs> so the funny thing was, I always knew that the East Coast wasn't forever for me because I am from a small town where I had space and greenery. And I, at the same time, my career was shifting from like pure modeling into more personality I guess and and brand and LA was demanding more and more time from me Philip was in LA the most I would say of any location Mm -hmm. even though his home was in Austin he lived there he was in LA really the most because Mm -hmm. again if you're managing an artist they're generally recording in LA doing events in LA so we had talked about like LA makes sense so I'm into property investing so I was like well makes sense to buy a property in LA. I want to test out the market. I want to learn about it. So I kept my property in New Jersey thinking I'd be by coastal and then buy bought a place in LA. We closed in August. Yeah. And then at the same time it was during closing I found out we were pregnant. So we had only been to, we hadn't even been together a year officially before I was pregnant. It was a surprise. And obviously that changed everything. Mm-hmm. The conversation's completely different when you find out. And we navigated that again in such a way that we built such a strong foundation moving forward because I said to him, I am terrified to have this child because I know you love me and I know you want this to work, but I am worried that you are going to just say, yeah, let's do this, but not actually want it. Mm. And then when this child arrives, because again, I'm pregnant for nine, 10 months, but all of a sudden we're going to have a child and that child's going to be here forever. And you, Philip had very openly said that he never saw himself as a dad. He saw himself as like Uncle Philip. So I'm like, crap. So is he just going to go along with this? Because, you know, we are in love and this relationship is wonderful. And then when we have this child, Uncle Philip's going to be like, oh, actually, this isn't what I wanted and just leave us. So I was like, because that's just not what I want to do. I don't want to do this alone. However, now I do have a child. I think they're so worth it. It's 100% worth doing on your own. Yeah. That's a different story for a different time. Yeah. But that I, so I was able to, when I had this pregnancy test that said pregnant, bawling my eyes out, just say, Philip, this is my biggest fear. Can we really talk this through and make sure this decision is comfortable for both of us, not just for today, but for the next 20 30 40 years because we are going to have a child together and i need to work with you forever now so we really had some tough conversations we wrote i asked him can you write a letter just go off and write it and i'll write my own and it's going to have our biggest fears and and everything that's scaring us and things that we need to ask each other that are really sometimes maybe feel too ugly to say out loud or that we feel uncomfortable or when you're talking you can kind of forget some things you want to hit on so we made these letters and shared the letters with each other and just worked through it all. But yeah, it was a huge life shift for us. Yeah, but it's, it's so interesting when she said that, that was her biggest fear. It's like, I couldn't have um, imagined like 
but the, it's so prevalent in our culture and just in history of like dads like feeling like ah oh, uh maybe uh this isn't the right thing or like mm, mm-hmm. maybe doing I, the easy thing in the moment hard, you know what i'm saying just right. going along with it but then actually being like i said right. i was gonna yeah. be uncle philip you know i didn't sign up for this but yeah for me it was like i knew i wanted her in my life forever and i knew at the, at the age i was at i was ready to like be even more accountable because before her and before you know just in my past relationships i had just always been so selfish in them yeah and it it felt refreshing to feel responsible and to feel held accountable not not only her but her her family and 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 now to have a a, a little child it was like this is is the extreme of accountability. Right, like, right, exactly. Was there any part of you guys that were like, we have to make this right, you know, traditionally, we have to, you know, get married now, we have to do this, these things, like, would we have done them at this timeline otherwise? I mean, it, your mom, definitely, <laughs> when we broke the news to her, the first thing she said was like, okay, so you're taking her down the courthouse, <laughs> uh-huh. you know? But again, it, it's been an, a non-traditional relationship, yeah. which in a way surprised me just because obviously you do have a close relationship with God. You yeah. grew up very much involved in the church. Mm-hmm. So that could have scared you and rocked you. But I also think Philip has traveled the world. He's been around so many different types of people. And my parents met at 19 and they've been together now 36 years, maybe even longer than that, probably longer than that now. And they're not married. And so I have seen so many different types of relationships. My dad's one of 10. And seeing how some marriages did, didn't work. And obviously they've never been married and they have a very healthy, happy relationship. So for me, it was like our child is the priority. The fact that we would entertain worrying about a wedding right now and marriage is just so unimportant. Mm. So that was really where I was at, Philip. I was like, my whole life, our whole life is going to shift, but really more mine because I'm carrying this child and going to birth this child. And the mother does take on the default of caregiver. And I'm at the, I was at the pinnacle of my career, mm. you know, and that was really scary because I think I'd probably timed it in my head where I was like, oh, I'll have some like safety nets in place so that when I, when we're ready to get pregnant and we do that cute thing, you know, where it's like, I really want your baby. Me too. Like all these things that I had in my head that I expected, like when I meet the one, maybe we'll get engaged. Maybe we'll have this conversation. And you never said that to me. I've had previous exes say that. I really want to have your children, like da, 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 da. But there was no foundation to it or it was actually not going to happen. Right. But with him, we really didn't have all those conversations. And then it was happening. And I was like, oh, no what is going on? Aren't we meant to like live together for a while? And aren't we meant to do this? And now we have a child. But simultaneously, I was like, Philip is the easiest, calmest, most patient person. He brings out the best in me, patience wise, and just like helps me sit back and reflect and not freak out about things. I was like, if I'm going to have a child with anyone, it's this guy. (laughs) (laughs) No, Thank you. But how are you not? And I want to know, Philip, what your Uh thoughts are here. Like, afraid of the fact that he said and maybe you were because you were you had fears yeah said that uncle comment like i just feel like they're they're almost like three kinds of guys like there are the guys who are mm. like i'm meant to be a dad yeah. you know the guys who are like mm, not really for me and then the guys who are on the fence and it's like those last two scare the shit out of me yeah to have a baby with so yeah. like how well, what's interesting is you can you could have the guy that says, I know I want to be a father, but if his version of what a father is is unhealthy or his expectation of what he then requires as a wife or a mother is not what you have in your mind, I think it can be just as unhealthy or harder work because if there is that expectation, then someone who actually is like, you know what, I've I've not really thought about it too much. And I think that as scary as that was, he's an Aquarius. So him really planning out his life anyway, he had not uh, planned his life out yeah, financially. It wasn't, right. it wasn't one of those He things. lived day to day. <laughs> yeah. So worked, to me, yeah, it, yeah, to me, it was like, and, and also in the, in my, in the way, in the spirit that I said it, I 
I'm a type of person where you, you can change my mind. I'm open mind. I'm okay <laughs> right, for us right, having right. a conversation. You can literally change my mind. Right. For like any any, but but for that, like you can change. Do I want to change your mind? I don't know. I want your mind to be. You know, like that's that's the thing. You know that weird thing that I will say sometimes, and I think women say, "I want you to want to exactly. I (laughs) I want want you to want to be to do the dishes from (laughs) the breakup. I don't know if you saw what Jennifer said. Oh yeah, I want you to want to do the dishes. I don't want you to do the dishes. I want you to want to come to this kids picnic. He's like, but I don't, and I'm like, damn it. Okay, don't come then. Fine. <laughs> you know, but yeah, with the dad thing, I mean, we d- we d- we talked about it. I- I- he was because it was never like, yo, I don't want kids. That's not how I am. He just was like, yeah. I had not envisioned children. Yeah. I'd envisioned being a bachelor basically yeah. my right. whole life. But now, like, so so okay. So then then the pregnancy happened, and even then, I think the man doesn't really understand until the baby is Absolutely in their hands. Not. And then the baby is in your hands, mm-hmm. and and then where? What are you feeling at that it's, point? Well, <clears throat> it's a pandemic. Also, so Mm. actually, that was our greatest gift, and I don't want to say that because it did cause you know horrible things all around the world. No, of course, it took him off of going on tour. It brought him to being twenty four seven with me and our baby. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and I think the 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 feeling most of of the whole thing was like my insecurity about like not having enough money to provide, because as a man, like that's kind of how you feel the most Mm -hmm. value is if you can provide for everybody and if you can be the breadwinner and and all those aspects so for her to be like yo i don't need that from you right now like right now i need you to be my partner i need i need you so for her to see value in me outside of being a provider is what pushed me into like really like trying to be the best dad i could be trying to be the best partner i could be until i could come with I felt like in a financial place to to take care of it. But she was like, yo, that's not, look, I know that's how society tells you. Right. That mm-hmm. That's the only way that you're valued, but like not to me. Mm-hmm. And it was like, hmm. And then how did you think of marriage ever? Like, did, was that ever something that you wanted? Yeah. Marriage is like, I I would love like a big way. That's cool. But yeah. I think to me, the, the, um, the thing that I, I struggled the most with is like, yo, could I be in a committed relationship? Because I I had messed up in my last relationship. I had never been in a committed relationship. So the thing to me was like, yo, can I be in a monogamous relationship? So the fact that I could be in a monogamous relationship with her and she wasn't forcing me to, she just set a standard. This is how I live my life. If you would like to join, then, Mm -hmm. you know, it's fine. So that kind of gave me like this feeling of like, yo, I, I, I need that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm willing to do whatever it, mm-hmm. it is to be a part of. And yeah. my greatest gift being able to navigate all of this was being financially independent. Right. Mm. And that's why I cannot encourage anyone enough being a woman and having financial independence. That gives me the strength and the choice to move however I want to mm. move to now again, having a child. I know even more that like, thank goodness you know, I am able to take care of our yeah. family and my child and I could do that on my own as well if I needed to because that just enables me to have a different kind of check-in with how our relationship's going. Right. And like just needing him to show up as our family, not have to be the provider and have that stress. It yeah. definitely was freeing for both of us, I think. As, as much as it, it can be very stressful That's for right. me at times, knowing that I feel guilty for working so hard and trying to balance being a mom, it's also just like, but imagine if I didn't have this financial security. Right. You know. Yeah. And I mean, and at the same time, like me feeling, I mean, I still struggle with feeling guilty about it just because I think that's just how I'm, I'm pro, like in my mind, it's like, yo, I'm supposed to be rich as fuck and I'm supposed to take care of everybody and everything, not just my family, her, I'm supposed to do everything. So like, it's, it's still hard to deprogram yourself in a way of like, yo, you got to be patient with yourself and you got to, you can, you're, you're more than just that. Right. But it's like. It's that male kind of yeah. expectation of what success right. is. Yeah. And it's like, no, don't you think it's so successful that we're in a healthy, yeah, loving relationship where yeah. he's so flexible with his job. I'm so yeah. flexible with mine that right. we get so much time with our child. Mm-hmm. He is there. He does every nap time, yeah. every bath time, every bit ba- like right. every single day. Yeah, because it's like, yo, I could have went and worked for a record label and made a whole bunch of. I could go do that right now, but it's like, yo, 
how much would our relationship and how much would my relationship with my son like affect that of me being just completely locked in and like yo hey you guys got the you got the life that you wanted like why are you you know going to therapy about me yeah yeah (laughs) but it's like i think it's 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 really important that i'm like i'm here and i'm present and i get to do this and i want to be grateful for it right it's like it's like redefining like or or like going against like that toxic masculinity mindset every single day yeah i will let you know that yeah yeah and i have to try and do better at continually appreciating you so Mm. you know because you know now and again you have obviously voiced that insecurity and i just have to make i'm like i am overwhelmed by the value that you bring to me and to my life and to our child's life by Mm. just being you right money could not bring add anything to what we have right now we are absolutely fine yeah and I, i want you here and i want you involved and i want us to be this family that's super present and does so many things together Mm -hmm. so much more than being able to go to a fancier hotel right or you know having two cars we have one car we make it work right okay i have one more question and then i want to do some rapid fire um so i love what you said about like the financial independence like Mm. so important for women but there's a lot of women and we recently did a poll question like okay. I, think, I think we asked something like if you're a woman like do you want to be a stay-at-home mom or, or do you want to mm. work and it was a very high percentage i think it was like 36 percent of women wanted to be a stay-at-home mom yeah and maybe they're listening to this now and they're mm. like fuck you you know <laughs> like i like why are you making me feel like i need to be financially independent that's that's a really what do you have to say to stay-at-home moms in that in that sense Yeah, I feel jealous of stay-at-home moms a lot of the time. But I also feel like where I'm from, if I don't have any financial security to fall back on, I could end up being in an unhappy environment, marriage, relationship, career, Mm -hmm. and having no choice to leave it. Mm -hmm. So for me, and I'm not talking tons, right? And maybe it's just savings. And depending on what type of relationship you're in with your partner, I don't know, maybe you could even have a friend that does like some bookkeeping and accounts Mm -hmm. for their husband. So there's some small income that is theirs that they can put in an account. Because I don't know what type of relationship everyone's in, but I've seen healthy relationships turn into unhealthy relationships and things happen. And you just don't know what life is going to look like in five, 10 years. And you may actually this is extreme as well but my dad has a friend and his wife and him have three children and the te- the children are all now teenagers and she literally said one day i am going to leave and become buddhist and oh. she up and left her family i'm not saying you should do that or that is right i personally feel like that's selfish right I don't know what's going on with her or what she needed, but I also know that suicide is real and people can get trapped in environments where they cannot physically be there anymore. And so if you have that financial security, maybe you can try something that is going to really help you and get you out of something that will potentially save your life or save someone else's. So I'm being very extreme right now. No, but Um, I I hear you. And I think if you're someone listening and you want to be a stay-at-home mom, I think, great. And like everyone should have their own decisions. But I do think that it's really important to not be totally tuned out to what's going on financially to what's, you know, like my mom was a stay at home mom Mm -hmm. and she did like the taxes, like she did the bills, like she, like she like at least have something that you at least know what's going on Mm -hmm. financially, know what, you know, just. Because like, if are not totally checked out, I agree. Because if you have no idea of what's going on, and your husband accidentally might get into a situation, he may lose his job, or he may gamble. Or yeah, I've been in a relationship where I didn't realize I was dating someone who was borrowing off mo- money from me because they had a gambling addiction. Oh, no, I didn't know that for six months. This person was fifteen years older than me. I was completely taken advantage of at a right. young age by someone who had a gambling addiction that. I was dating for six months. You really, and again, I would hope that if you're a stay-at-home mom, you definitely know your partner, but there are stories. And so, like you said, having that awareness, because also it's empowering to have some kind of say. And what could happen is if you have no financial power in your relationship, if you want to go on this family vacation and your husband completely vetoes it, 
No, I fuck that. What yeah. are you going to do? Like, yeah. I really need to get, I'm with these kids 24-7. Yeah. They're driving me nuts. Can we yeah. please just get away? No. Like, no, that you can't, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. have the money to go on that girl's exactly. trip. Just yeah. something. I'm right. not talking a lot. No, I agree. I agree. Okay. Okay. We <laughs> are going to do some rapid fire poll questions. Ooh, I love your polls. Oh, yay. Do you look at what people are doing on their computers when you're flying? Yes or no? Yes. Accidentally, some, but not like <laughs> yeah. right look, yeah. not like stare. Right, stare. right, right. I was, I was on my computer on the flight here and I was like, these people behind me, they know it all. Like yeah. they know it all. And I've done that. There, there was a guy sitting like right next to me on a plane once and he just seemed really important. <laughs> and when he, once he took out his computer, I was so happy. I was like, yes. Yeah. I will watch your show. Yeah. Whatever you're watching, I'm watching it with right, you. Right, right. Me too. <laughs> We're in this together. When you're at friends' apartments, do you sit on their toilet seat or do you squat or cover it? Squat. I'm sitting on your toilet seat. Yeah, I'm yeah. sitting I on sit the really? toilet seat. No, I'm squatting. It, it, I what mean, kind it of friends are you hanging out with? I, I, it's, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm honestly a squat a lot. Yeah. I just, it's only my house that I will sit on the toilet seat. Interesting. I don't even know how to squat like and not get it <laughs> ever, you know. Would you be upset if your significant other didn't say I love you back at the end of a phone call? I want to say it doesn't doesn't upset me, but I definitely think it does. Oh wow! Do I say I love you every you time? You always say it, okay. yeah. So wow. I'd be like, oh, he hasn't said it, but then I'd be like, oh, it's great, it doesn't matter, and it would be okay. But I would say my initial honest reaction right. is definitely like, oh, oh. right, embarrassed to say it, but it's yeah. true. I would just text and be like, you forgot. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you ever? Okay, this is a good one. Have you ever actually regretted breaking up with someone? Yes or no? No. Uh, oh meh, no which one <laughs> no no uh, mm, mm. no i'm trying to figure out if there was like some closure that i wanted you know or like to uh -huh. do it just more dramatically right right <laughs> potentially right. or like you wanted to do it, it more perfect <laughs> have you ever secretly jeweled or vaped on a plane no uh, never do done that. either of those don't, things. don't ever do it <laughs> If you work out in the middle of the day, do you do your full skincare routine or simplify it? Absolutely do the full thing. Uh-huh. What about you, Philip? <laughs> there is no skincare routine. No skin I keep trying. Yeah. Literally, it's like a three-in-one. Right. I like own a lotion brand and I'm finally getting him to use yeah, it. Yeah, I put lotion on. There you yeah. go. Is it cringe or cute when a guy asks if he can kiss you? Mm. Oh, cute. I'll go cute. Depends on the guy, though. Mm. When I was in high school, I was in a, a play and mm. ugh. Oh, wow. Because I didn't ask her. I just looked her in her eyes. And I, mean, I prefer not because I think it can take you out the moment. I think you got to feel the feel. But maybe it's good to ask if you're on a yeah. date where you don't know yet because yeah, she might ask, not want to. Right. Ask the first time. And then after that, it's like, okay, yeah. Clearly she wants to kiss me. Right. Yeah. Is it a red flag or deal breaker if they drop you home after your second date in his car, but he doesn't wait for you to get inside the house? Mm. It's like not he just a takes deal off. breaker, but I think I'd bring it up. And be like, yeah, I, I would have appreciated, especially if you're in New York. Yeah, yeah, because it's like I just want to feel safe. Like yeah. bringing you into my life, yeah, I should feel more up. safe than when mm -hmm. you're not. Yeah, so yeah, you should, you should wait till they get. Yeah, you should. Out. yeah and like, ideally, where are you going, wait, bro. Like, hey, I make sure Philip knows. <laughs> are you going to your next date? <laughs> right. Like, why are you in a rush? No, you should definitely. Philip wait. knows as well when he drops him at the airport, he has to keep waving yeah. at right, me till right. I'm out of sight. Uh huh. <laughs> Is it normal to order a savory bagel with sweet cream cheese? Like an everything bagel Absolutely with strawberry not. cream Don't cheese? Don't do that. Yeah, it's nasty. I agree. I think it's great. Sweet and savory. No. Uh, mm -hmm. If savory you had to be around people every weekend that your significant other used to hook up with, would it bother you? Ah, uh, that happens to me all the time. I've had to be in elevators. Yeah, all sure. sorts. Oh, no. Yeah, it yeah. all the time. But you know. <laughs> I'm honest with her about every because I don't want her yeah. to get blindsided. No, you better be. Like, you I know? hate that when, like, you just look dumb because right? you're, like, being so nice to some it's girl somebody, that, like, has fucked your husband yeah, multiple times. <laughs> okay. Uh, on the same note as the computers, do you look at people's phones on the subway? Like, if you were to take no, the subway? No, I, I think I was respectful on the subway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How often do you fake an orgasm? Every time, sometimes, hardly ever, never. I've never had to with Philip. Oh wow. wow! That's flags. amazing. Flags. I have done Dro in Mike every previous relationship. <laughs> no, I try to take my time. I try to take my time and make sure. Yeah. Have you ever faked an orgasm? Nah, I don't. I don't think. Do guys do that? I I, I know one guy who has. 
Oh, oh wow. So there must be no, more. No, and Philip's not like a noisy. He's not like yeah, a, it's yeah, not yeah. a whole big thing. I've never faked. You know? I've never faked in my life. Not once. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Maybe like once in high school when like I didn't know <laughs> no, like, like, what that was. Yeah, 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 yeah. But literally never once. That's because good. I think it's like, why like, why, yeah. why give them that confidence, confidence. boost when they didn't deserve it? That's true. Very you true. know, and then they're not going to try. That's very Because they think I'm just like coming. that's great. Then you're probably not a people pleaser. No. Well, it's funny because I'm a Libra. So like you would think I was. But I'm not because most of my charts were Uh. so i'm like "Mm -mm." and capricorn so i'm like no fuck you okay last one your significant other doesn't seem to ever get jealous like when you are aggressively hit on at a party (laughs) and tell them after they basically say oh haha that's philip yeah that's me Uh, we'll be watching like euphoria and he's like baby you should really do acting and i'm like you would have me in a scene like this. And he's like, yeah, of course, whatever. Crazy. Wow, that's yeah. Aquarius for you. Yeah. Because I dated an Aquarius like, and I like he was this, never jealous. And yeah. I was like, this is alarming. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it was weird to get used to. But again, I was in yeah. a very extreme scenario right. where yeah. I couldn't do anything. Yeah. And I was judged for everything. So honestly, it's just very freeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like, yo, I don't want any control. Like, do right. whatever. Yeah. Be, I trust you. Be, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Because it don't got nothing to do with me. Yeah, right. It's true. Wait, this was so fun. Can so you guys good. leave us with a quote or piece of advice for mm. our listeners? Uh, be patient fun. with yourself. Yeah. yeah. Love that. Choose kindness. Like even when you're in the heat of that like rage or frustration, like just try and choose the kindest words to communicate how you're mm. feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Where can everyone find you? Follow you. Listen to Couplish. Yeah, yeah go listen so. to Couplish. Um, you can find out way more about us there. Right. We are every Friday releasing new episodes, and yeah. you can find me on Instagram at Iskra I S K R A, and TikToks also just at Iskra. Yeah. And I'm Philip A Payne with one L uh, <laughs> and P A Y N E on TikTok and Instagram. Love yeah. it. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Right. Thanks for having us. Bye. <laughs>